Have you ever checked out checkbook.org? The .org means that it is a nonprofit organization. Kevin Brassler is with that organization. We've had you on in the past, and I'm always intrigued by the content that you have on your website because it's all centered around consumers. Yeah, uh, thank you for that. Uh, we're a, a public service. We're a nonprofit uh, group that provides information to consumers to help them avoid trouble, uh, to help them avoid scams, uh, and avoid wasting money on things they don't need, especially. Uh, we also evaluate local services here in the Chicago area. We, we survey our members to get ratings from them, and we also uh, do a lot of price comparisons so people can identify companies that are of high quality and that offer reasonable prices. Let's talk about travel insurance. Uh, some friends that I, there were probably 10, maybe 12 of us that went to Mexico, I would say 75% of the group bought the travel insurance. And I'm like, I'm going to Mexico one way or another. This was last (laughs) February after two years of not traveling. They're like, you can't do that. You've got to buy the travel insurance. But I look at it as a waste of money. Is it? I have this same argument with my friends all the time, and it drives me nuts because I I think what happens is is that these websites that sell travel, airlines and travel booking sites, warn about delays, warn about cancellation problems, warn about all the problems you might have uh, when traveling. And and for sure, a lot of folks who had their vacations canceled for them or they canceled them during COVID, a lot of them lost money or just had a lot of trouble getting refunds. And so the industry turns around and points out all these problems and then turns around and offers us a solution Mm -hmm. in the form of an insurance policy. And, And for airlines, it's actually absurd, right? They're offering you insurance to protect yourself against the risk of their mismanagement of their own airlines, of having cancellations and delays and maybe having increased costs. The problem is if you dig into these policies, which we have, and trust me, you don't want to. Some of them are 40 pages long. That's exactly, uh, Kevin, why I don't buy it, because I have no time to read 40 pages of small print. No one's going to, but there's so many exclusions. There's People who do buy it and want to collect often have difficulty because, for example, let's say you book uh, an air an airfare trip and you be, even buy cancel for any reason insurance, which is getting really popular. It's mm-hmm. more expensive, but at least they pay out, except... If you cancel your flight, usually you get a credit back from the airline, right? Well, the insurance company isn't going to compensate you if you got the credit. And so a lot of people, when they buy insurance, they don't really understand that they're not risking that much by not buying the insurance. By, by you know, I canceled four trips during COVID, didn't buy travel insurance, and I didn't lose a dime because uh, airlines issued refunds or credits. Uh, hotels were collecting payment when I checked in, and so I could just cancel the reservation. And even, you know, Verbo and Airbnb managers were either willing to rebook me or not charge me for my stay. And so a lot of times what people don't realize is they're not risking that much. You really do have to evaluate. If I can't make this trip, if I have to cancel it, what do I lose out on here? Mm -hmm. It's all about travel insurance. The website is called checkbook.org. Kevin is originally from Chicago. He knows the city. Are you in for the whole weekend? Uh, Just uh, go back tomorrow. So hopefully I'll avoid the uh, problems tomorrow (laughs) at the the airport. airport. Yeah. Identity theft is a big thing. We think of it on a daily basis, but we don't think people are targeting our children, but they are. They are, unfortunately. I mean, I think, I think most people these days know that their information is compromised, and identity theft is a massive problem uh, for adults. But it's also a problem for our kids, and often our kids become victimized by criminals. They have their identity stolen, and parents don't know it because the criminals – They get that fresh social security number, they create a credit file with it, and then they ramp up the credit score, and then they really go berserk and charge a lot of things to these kids' credit histories. But the bills are going somewhere else. They're going to the criminals. And so often parents aren't alerted to the fact that there's been this compromised history. And so 
What you have to do, it's going to take some paperwork, but you do have to freeze your own credit reports with the credit agencies. That's easy to do. But you also need to freeze your kids' credit histories also so that people cannot you know, open credit accounts in your kids' names without the four-digit PIN that the credit bureaus will hand off to you to, that you would use to unlock their credit when they actually do need to get an apartment or get a cell phone or get a credit card or something like that. Because normally you wouldn't know until they're 15 or 16 applying for a job. Right. And this is the big problem is that you know, it's not necessarily that you're losing a lot of money because you're not responsible for fraudulent charges and things like that. But you do have to unravel then their entire credit history that, you know, once they're 18 and they they wanted to get an apartment or something like that, it could take six months to clear up all these errors if identity theft hasn't occurred. Never thought about freezing my kids' credit. And and I didn't either, right? Yeah. Uh, Until, you know, we started digging into this and it's like one in 50 kids each year is a victim. That's the estimate. Um, and it's actually fairly low odds, but over time, over 18 years, the odds really pile up and it's becoming a much more common crime than it used to be. And unfortunately, this crime is often perpetrated by, by parents and family members who are in debt and they need credit and they oh, are using no. their kids' credit histories instead. And you really shouldn't do that. There's You need to find a better way to deal with your finances in this because you're, you're just going to create a big problem for your own kids down the road. And also, it's a crime. You're going to get caught and you're likely going to go to jail if you do it. So you know, it's just a, a big problem in general that I think most people just are completely unaware of. Uh, Kevin is with checkbook.org. If you haven't checked out that website, you should. They're basically a, would I say, a consumer watchdog group? Yeah, consumer advocacy group. Advocacy. Um, Healthcare cost transparency, a big issue today. We want to know why we're charged 42 bucks for one pill when we're in the hospital. Right. Um, So talk to me about that. (laughs) Well, so patients are increasingly responsible for their, a bigger share of their own healthcare costs. They have high deductible health plans. Uh, they're often encouraged to, they might have to pay more if they use one provider versus another, but they're never in the past have never been given information about what it's going to cost them. I mean, it, you know, if you were going to the hospital for an elective surgery, it was really nearly impossible to find out what your end was going to be, what your payments were going to be at that hospital. It's finally getting better. They finally starting to eliminate this black box and the, and the new laws that were passed years ago are finally coming into effect where you can log into your health insurance website. This will start in 2023, but a lot of health plans are already doing this. And they will show you what your out-of-pocket costs will be at various providers, hospitals, lab centers, things like that, what your out-of-pocket costs will be, and also what the insurance company is paying for these services. So you can learn that Hospital A is charging $60,000 for a surgery and Hospital B is charging $10,000 for surgery, and that's very common. And until now, no one really knew who was paying what and how much they were paying, and this really exposes it to the world so that consumers can find out what they're going to pay out of pocket before they go in for services and might be able to make better decisions about cost and also about value, that a lot of these insurance plans are putting quality metrics on their websites to tell you, well, you know, this place is less expensive and it offers better service. And that's amazing. That'll be key for patients to have that information. Especially they, they key in. when it comes to like an MRI, you know, yeah. where somebody might charge four grand and somebody else might charge 1700 And a lot of time it's out of pocket. You, hey, before I let you go, can you talk to us about hearing aids now being available without a prescription? So starting in October, this is another big news, big moment for patients. Uh, there's going to be the FDA has approved over-the-counter hearing aids. And, and so these devices, 
they're often compared to you know buying readers at the the drugstore. Right. They're more complicated purchases than that. I mean, these are pretty sophisticated devices. But the good news is that instead of having to pay two thousand dollars or more per hearing aid, these devices will cost anywhere between three hundred and six hundred dollars each. So the savings are tremendous. Most people don't have coverage for hearing. People on Medicare don't get coverage for that. And so a lot of patients in the past, people with hearing loss, which is like the most common medical problem in this country, right. don't get the help they need because they couldn't afford to. And now finally, those with mild to moderate hearing loss can get hearing aids, get them programmed themselves, or, or have an audiologist or somebody help them program them for a lower fee. And that way, people are actually going to treat loss that, that over time gets worse and worse, right. uh, but they can treat it earlier. And, and really, it makes a big change in, those, in their lives. Checkbook.org if you want details on any of those stories. The news is next with Lauren Lapka on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.